This is James Fouts Vega, the pastor of Forest Park Church, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you and helps you to build your faith. Enjoy the message. Happy Sunday, church. You know, last week we talked about love, God's love, loving like a mother. This week I kind of want to continue that, but I want to talk about a love that can be difficult for many of us. And that love is loving ourselves. For many people, the envisioning of God as love can be hard. It's not hard to imagine a God that is divine, all-powerful, immortal, and all-knowledgeable. Yet God's love was so extreme, it became incarnated in human flesh to be shown to all. God traded power for weakness, riches for poverty, and honor for humiliation. There's a Hebrew word in the Old Testament called hesed, which is used to show this type of love of God. Hesed is used to mean mercy, loving kindness, faithfulness. A word used to describe all the things God is Yet we have such a hard time seeing God this way, and we really can't see ourselves that way. Often it's not that we reject the loving image of God, but that we have been knocked down so hard we can't imagine God loving us. Somewhere along the way, we were told, You have to act this way. You have to act that way. You have to think a certain way. You have to live like this or live like that. Our God just won't love us. One Greek word for love is agape. Agape is an all-consuming love. A love that's not just that lovey-dovey feeling that you get for somebody or something, but a hard love. A love that makes us do the things we don't want to do. The love that a mother has for her child when the child is screaming at 3 o'clock in the morning and the mother gets out of bed. That love when somebody asks you to do something for them and you're just so tired you don't want to do it but you do it anyway. God's love is agape love, merciful love, love given even when we don't feel we deserve it. Today's scriptures is one many of us know well. John 3, 16 through 17. For God so loved the world, God gave God's one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in God shall not perish, but have ever 
everlasting life. God did not send God's Son into the world to judge the world, but to save the world through him. Let's break down verse 16. For God so loved the world, God gave God's one and only Son. This is irrefutable proof of God's love for us. God gave us His one and only Son. Such a sacrifice for us, love being shown, so that everyone who believes in God this shows us that God's love is never-ending generation to generation for those in the past, for us today, and in the future. Shall not perish, but have everlasting life, showing us the depth of God's love for us is everlasting, not just in this life, but in the one to come. We all know John 3.16. We're taught to memorize it as a young age. But verse 17, which comes right after, many people like to leave out. God did not send God's Son into the world to judge the world, but to save the world through Him. God's love was sent in human flesh not to judge, but to bring us all God, freely given with judgment already paid for. We are taught these verses at a young age, and we should be. They are a foundation of our faith. We live in a world that is hurting, not just during these times, but all the time. People from all walks of life walking around in pain, not knowing the unconditional love of God, thinking they are not worthy of love, not loving ourselves. People living unloved when love was given freely. Yes, we are to love God. We are to love our neighbors. But we really can't do those until we learn to love ourselves. We can show acts of kindness and love, and we can have love for people. But to encapsulate that all love, unconditional love of God, we have to love ourselves. Loving ourselves like God loves us. For God so loved me. Repeat that to yourself. For God so loved me. We as humans all too often put stipulations on love. I'll love you if this. I'll love you if that. I'll love you 
when I feel this way, or I'll love you when it feels right, or I'll love you when it's convenient for me. And also, I'll only love myself when I've reached this goal. When I feel like I've accomplished this. When I get to this point, I'll love myself. And these are a reason why so many feel this way about God's love. In this life, we are all exposed to harm. Being loved by each other opens us up to being hurt and hurting others. Not that it's always intentional, but it's who we are as humans. We must stop viewing God's love as equal to our love. When God's love is so much greater. So maybe this is the real problem. We need to really start loving ourselves, loving the people we are, the person God created. Then once we love the person we are because God then maybe we can start loving others because God loves them. And we love them because God loves us. All love is connected through God and because of God. And that is something we should be excited about. Just imagine all that love going around. With all that love going around, loving God and loving our neighbors, maybe we'll be the church that God intended us to be. Wait, not just the church God intended us to be, but the creation God created us to be. When we are kind, loving, giving, forgiving. We are living in the nature that we were created to be. The nature of God we should reflect most. Loving like God is living like God. Our nature should reflect God's nature so that this hurting world may start to heal. Where evil abounds, our love should shine. One of our greatest gifts is the ability to receive love. May we receive it. May we share it. May we be it. May the love of God fill us all so much it pours out onto others. May we pour that love on the wounds of a hurting world that it might heal. Maybe the Beatles said it best. All you need is love. Love, love. Love is all you need.
It may not be all you need, but wow, what a place to start from and to grow. And that is being the kingdom. In reality, we're all oddballs and misfits looking for answers. And I came across a quote this week from one of the sweetest spirits of our times. And it's by Rachel Held Evans. And she says, This is what God's kingdom is like. A bunch of outcasts and oddballs gathered at a table. Not because they are rich or worthy or good, but because they are hungry. Because they said yes, and there's always room for more. May the peace and love of God be with you. May we love ourselves so we can love God better and love our neighbors better. So that we may be the kingdom that God created us to be. Amen. The Forest Park with Pastor James podcast is produced by Wasina Creative. We have new episodes every Sunday. And if you want to tell us about this or any other episode, email us at forestparkroanoke at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.